Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 234 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, January 14, 2012 on tonight's show. Kind of a different show here uh, tonight. Uh, coming up um, in a few minutes, there will be uh, our good friend and co-host, uh, Warrior Cat, and uh, also from Twitter, uh, Cajun Way, also known as, as Sharon. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, some interesting topics here uh, tonight, and uh, they'll be talking about the ending of their uh, favorite show, One Life to Live, and uh, that's been mentioned on this show here uh, before. They used to have a... Uh, a show right here on Block Talk Radio called the Land View Lowdown, and we'll talk about that. And uh, also uh, talk about what Kat was talking about on uh, last week's show, the uh, BCS College Championship game. We won't talk about that too much, but we have to. <laughs> so we'll mention that a little bit. Also, uh, in the first segment here coming up, they had a cool little geek uh, meetup today, which I'll share with all of you, and a couple of news stories here. Uh, so all that is coming up on episode 234 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, starting right now. the show that is passionate about medicine and social media and tonight other topics <laughs> uh, this is the family medicine rocks podcast live on a saturday night here on the blog talk radio network I'm, uh, i am your host my name is mike savilla and uh, what is the show about usually uh, it's about social media uh through the eyes of a family physician but uh, we'd like to expand upon that because we don't like to be pigeonholed into certain topics <laughs> Uh, I invite you to check out my website at uh, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. And uh, shout out to all 8,178 people who are following me on Twitter. 
And also shout out to all 319 people who uh, like the Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash famedrocks. And uh, today is Saturday, January 14, 2012. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And it feels like 11 degrees Fahrenheit here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters. And uh, how's your weekend been going? Uh, it's been uh, very cool up here in uh, the Midwestern United States. And uh, have a little bit of snow here uh, today as well. And I'm uh, going to be talking about in the first segment here uh, a cool little meetup here that I've had uh, had today with my uh, good friend Brandis uh, from Twitter. And uh, also at the bottom of the hour, uh, going to be having uh, our uh, good friends uh, Warrior Cat and also uh, Sharon, also known as Cajun Way, uh, on uh, Twitter, and uh, to talk all about uh, One Night to Live. And I've only learned only about it through Warrior Cat and just doing this show the last uh, few years. So they'll be coming up at the bottom of the hour here. So uh, I know there's uh, already some people in the chat room here. So uh, thank you for uh, joining us here uh, for this long but short uh, two-hour show here this evening. Going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. So uh, what we'll do here is uh, just get things set up here. I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for uh, having me as a featured host here on the network. Thank you for so much for that and featuring this show on the front page of uh, blogtalkradio.com. I've been a, a social media hobbyist since 2005, uh, having over 200 of these at Blog Talk Radio shows. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor in my normal life. Uh, and uh, we will take our break here. So uh, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for more details. And also a member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. And uh, you can go to promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back after the short break. Right, you're here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network, the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the night shift show here this evening. And if you're waiting for uh, Warrior Cat and Sharon, they'll be here at the uh, bottom of the hour. So uh, stay tuned for that. Big shout out to the people in our chat room here. We have uh, Peggy K, longtime fan um, of my blog and of the uh, show here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and also uh, J Man with the I'm with Stupid show. It's going to be coming up after this show at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central with a upcoming riveting interview uh, with the J-Man coming up here. So he's probably uh, starting to uh, get a little bit nervous. Probably not. He's probably just watching some football. Uh, and also, Kitchen Dude's Mom, which I know uh, uh, is a fan of their show here. Thank you for uh, checking out our show here uh, this evening. Uh, so just to kind of get, get things started off here, just to kind of share a little bit about my day here. And, 
Uh, of course, like I said, it was cold. It was a little bit snowy here. And I had a long, a great, great meetup here, geek meetup here with my good friend uh, Brandis from uh, Twitter. And, uh, you know, I've known her for a few years. I've known her, I think, about four years, which in uh, Internet terms is like a whole lifetime. Yes, I knew her before Twitter and Facebook. Can you believe that? Okay, well, before I'd really joined it. <laughs> Uh, before I really got into it, and uh, it was it was nice to. Do, do, do you have friends like that on the internet? Do you have do you have friends like that that uh, that you uh, you know that you met in real life? Um, I have a lot of people that I've only seen on the internet, but not really met in real life. Uh, but uh, it was it was a great uh, meetup today. We we uh, we we compared uh, geek equipment, uh, and uh, I got to uh, learn about some interesting uh, iPhone apps. Uh, and especially for photography uh, and video, uh, and I hope to be utilizing that uh, coming up in the uh, next few months here uh, to to try to you know, experiment with different types of uh, smartphone apps, iPhone apps, um, and just to ca- catch up with with life uh, in general. Uh, you know, and you just you know, as everybody knows, I mean, you know, when you meet people in real life, you know, you kind of find out. You know what you, you know, what you put on Twitter and Facebook and social media, and what you don't. <laughs> um, especially with the both of us, you know, we, we we kind of work in the in the healthcare community. Uh, we work with the patients, we work with clients, and there's certain things that we cannot put out there on the internet. Uh, and it's nice to kind of uh, dialogue about that. It's good to, to kind of uh, talk about that and, and how we deal with with some of these uh, difficult clinical situations. That's how generic I'm going to put it out there for you. Um, but uh, we live kind of in close proximity here, uh, so it's nice to kind of meet up with somebody, uh, a fellow geek uh, who lives uh, relatively close uh, to Family Medicine Rock's world headquarters here. And uh, you know, it, it's always nice to do that. I, I hope I hope everybody out there gets a chance at some point to, to meet some of your, your closer, quote-unquote, friends. You know, friends on Facebook and people that you follow on Twitter. Um, you know, I remember, you know, just just growing up, you know, what is the definition of a friend? <laughs> you know, and now there's Facebook friends, there's Internet friends, there's all that kind of stuff out there. And uh, it, it's, I wouldn't say really blur the lines, but it's really kind of, you know, change the definition of, of, of what I, you know, consider what a friend is versus what uh, – is out there now, and uh, you know these kids out there these days. You know they're they're friends on Twitter or they're friends on Facebook, but you know it's not really the the same definition as as what it was uh, when we grew up. So so it, it's nice to kind of uh, catch up with people, stay in touch with people. Uh, you know, get out there, people, get out there and meet people in real life, or catch up with the people that live you know close to you, and not just keep tabs on them on the internet or on Facebook or on Twitter, you know, get out there and meet them, get out there and catch up with them, get out there and, uh, you know, see what's going on in their real lives, <laughs> which I know I'll probably get yelled at and say, Hey, you know, you're just, you know, you're an internet guy yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> we just get so busy. We get busy with life. We get busy with, with all kinds of things. And it's easy just to kind of check your Facebook, check your Twitter and try to, to feel like that you're catching up with people. But, you know, you know, there's nothing like, you know, just just, just sitting, you know, and, and sharing some coffee or, or sharing a meal or, you know, of course, a place with Wi-Fi. Of course, a place with Wi-Fi. <laughs> so you can uh, you can continue to multitask, 
have your conversation, uh, you know, shoot a video, shoot a picture, put it up on your uh, on your path account, put it up on Twitter, put it up on Facebook, you know, and and, and still keep still keep people connected. So. That's my little diatribe here at the beginning uh, beginning of the show here. Uh, but I do have a couple of news stories here before the bottom of the hour uh, when we will have uh, a Kat and Sharon come on the show and uh, talk about their favorite show that, uh, that ended this week. Uh, but a couple of news stories here that I, I think you'll find interesting. You, you, you probably see them, uh, probably have seen them and talked about them. Uh, did you hear about this? Uh, did you hear about this yearbook picture? Do you hear about this? Uh, this this I think high school senior who wanted to put up a this this what they call a controversial yearbook picture. Uh, and uh, I know this is an audio show, <laughs> but if you Google it, <laughs> or if you look at any kind of news site, you know what what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I, I do have an audio clip here uh, from the Today Show, I believe from yesterday talking actually to this uh, high school senior about her yearbook photo. Her name is uh, Sydney Spies, and uh, if you're uh, following news at all or, or or even any kind of websites out there, you'll know uh, the, the picture that I'm talking about. Let me uh, play this clip here, and then uh, then we'll get everybody caught up. Back at 809 with a controversy brewing at a high school in Colorado over one student's yearbook picture. We'll talk to her exclusively in a moment. But first, NBC's Tamron Hall has her story. Hi, Tamron. Hey there, Matt. Choosing a senior yearbook photo is an opportunity for kids to show a bit of individuality. But when Sydney Spees submitted her photo, the all-student editorial board first agreed to use it, but then changed their minds. As seniors, we all have our right to express who we want to be. There's students with their footballs, if they like sports. And if I'm into modeling, why should I be censored for that? The Durango High School staff first accepted and then rejected Sydney Spee's initial choice for her senior photo. I mean, for other magazines and stuff like that, it's a really good photo, but for a high school yearbook, it's not appropriate. An aspiring model, Spee submitted a second picture. That, too, was rejected by the board. <laughs> Sydney's mother, Mickey, understood that her daughter's pursuit of self-expression could bring on a painful backlash. I knew people would react this way. But she was adamant. Now looking at the picture, I see it the way Sydney sees it. It's artistic. It's stunning. The school administration insists they played no part in the all-student editorial board's decision. There was absolutely no influence or, or any kind of coercion whatsoever. That's a pretty one. Over the past few years, the yearbook has won several awards, according to one editor. That legacy contributed to the rejection of Sydney's photo. We don't want this picture to make our publication seem unprofessional and inappropriate and for people to discount our hard work that we spend months and hours and weeks on end working on. In an odd twist, Sydney can use the picture of her choice if she pays to put them in as an ad. I'm spending $300 of my own money to have that picture in the yearbook. With her high school career winding down, Sydney Spees is learning that just trying to be yourself isn't easy as it sounds. I just didn't want to be boring. I'm not that kind of person that's going to stand against a wall and smile. Well, this is an interesting question of self-expression. Sydney can submit the photo of her choice, but the editorial board has the right to choose what it feels is appropriate for the yearbook. Matt? All right, Tamara. 
Now, come on here. <laughs> so for those of you listening live, thank you for listening live. I put the link in the chat room there. And, uh, you, you know, I mean, you probably heard of the story already. You know, it's just a, it's an interesting story. You know, and, and uh, you know, you know what I'll do? I think I think I myself will put up the money to uh, to have this uh, yearbook photo put up there, you know, because I think you know, I'm all about uh, the First Amendment rights uh, for uh, freedom of expression. And uh, <laughs> I definitely uh, support this person, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to get hate mail on this. I know. Uh, but uh, hey, you know, it's an interesting story, um, especially in the blogosphere out there um, about uh, people uh, people talking about this uh, this photo. And, and if you're not just, uh, just Google Sydney spies, S P I E S, and uh, you can see the photo for yourself. And the other, you know, shocking, shocking, shocking story this week. It has to do with my uh, one of my favorite food items, you know, the, the Twinkie out there, kids. Did, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that, that Hostess uh, is filing for bankruptcy? And, uh, you, know, the, you know, for things like, you know, Twinkies are, are going to be gone, really. I, I've heard that there have been uh, uh, big runs of purchasing this stuff. There are bare uh, uh, store shelves out there because people are making a run on the Twinkie. Here is a news report here talking about Twinkie trouble for Hostess. The company is filing for bankruptcy for a second time. And KCRA3's Mallory Hoff is live in Sacramento with how much financial trouble the company is in. Well, it sounds like a lot. That's right. This would be the second time, according to reports from the Wall Street Journal, it could happen as soon as this week. Not sweet news for the company at all. Reports suggest the company is facing high labor costs, rising prices for ingredients such as sugar and flour, also carrying a lot of debt. This would be the second significant court restructuring for Hostess, which is a privately held company. The company then called Interstate Bakeries filed for bankruptcy protection in 2004. It only recently emerged in February of 2009. Now, the company employs 19,000 people nationwide. I spoke to some employees here off camera. They didn't want to go on camera. I asked them if they saw this one coming. They said absolutely. They said they've known something was going on uh, for a number of months now. This location, according to employees here, employs about 250 people. Employees here say they hope the shop won't close, uh, but they certainly uh, will say that they've seen this one coming. So there you go, kids. You know, hey, you know, just uh, ha- have a have a Twinkie for me. <laughs> uh, and, and if you're if you if you're trolling Facebook, not trolling, if you're trolling YouTube, and, and you put Twinkie in there, and you put Twinkie bankruptcy, uh, I did a little search on that today. Uh, you're not going to find any dirty, uh, you know, because <laughs> I know how you people think out there. But it, it are people uh, putting kind of. Uh, <laughs> Kind of like fan Twinkie videos on YouTube saying how much they're upset about it, how much they're going to miss their Twinkie. Really? I mean, come on, people. <laughs> is, is, is that right? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I might go out tomorrow and get, to, you know, get, get some Twinkies. You know what I mean? I mean... That 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 is uh, that's something that uh, that I'm probably going to be uh, going to be doing tomorrow. Um, let's see. So yeah, just coming up in in about ten minutes, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, Cat and Sharon here. A couple more uh, news stories here, and 
Oh, PK is, uh, Peggy K is, is uh, having some struggles in the chat room there. So uh, ho- hopefully you're getting some sound, some sound there. And uh, that will be, uh, but uh, keep me updated in there, uh, PK, because, uh, you know, I, I don't want you to cry. You put in the chat room, we're going to cry if not even going to uh, get the show. So thank you for being a, a, a devoted uh, listener out there. Um. Now, uh, yeah, the big news story of uh, today, uh, if you haven't heard it already, is this, this cruise ship. Did you hear about this cruise ship that uh, that uh, run aground? I mean, that's kind of kind of scary, kind of scary, kind of nuts. Um, and uh, I've seen some pictures out there all the way from this morning um, about about that. Here's a, a little bit of a news clip here, uh, talking about what what has been kind of all over the news today. <laughs> Crews are still scouring the waters off the coast of Italy, searching for people still missing after a luxury liner ran aground. Our sinking boat. Um, I don't even realize that this is actually happening right now. Survivors say the evacuation of the cruise ship was chaotic as plates and glasses crashed around them. The Costa Concordia ran aground late Friday near the coast of Tuscany, tearing a 160-foot gash in its hull and sending in a rush of water. Passengers have complained the crew failed to give instructions on how to evacuate, and once the emergency became clear, delayed lowering the lifeboats until the ship was listing too heavily for many of them to be released. By morning Saturday, the ship was lying virtually flat, its starboard side submerged in the water and the huge gas showing clearly on its upturned hull. Helicopters plucked to safety some of the people who were trapped on the ship. Some survivors were rescued by boats in the area. Witnesses say some people jumped from the ship into the dark, cold sea. So far, only a few bodies have been found. Tim McGuire, the Associated Press. I was reading on some of this stuff today, and uh, this cruise ship has 4,234 people. Wow. Wow. Heard the captain was uh, taken into custody or something like that. I mean, the pictures of this, I mean, there's a, a lot of people that are comparing this to the Titanic, and uh, I guess this is a carnival cruise ship, and uh, that is, uh, so that's very tragic. That's very tragic out there. I, I I know in the next few days that we'll be uh, hearing uh, some more stories out of there. And um, uh, this is, where is this? Oh, off of Italy's coast. So uh, I'll have to kind of keep what's, keep up what's going on with that. But that's all over the news sites here uh, this evening here and through the day today too. So uh, one more story here and then uh, we'll uh, take a little bit of a break. And uh, then I know you're all waiting for cats. You're all waiting for Cat coming up here at the bottom of the hour in just a few minutes here. Uh, so you'll be uh, you'll be rid of me rambling on and on. But this is an interesting story here from uh, January 12th, just from this uh, past week. Uh, the title here is uh, iPhone Ringtone. iPhone Ringtone brings New York Philharmonic to a stop. I'll read the story here. The New York Philharmonic came to a drastic but un, uh, but decidedly unscheduled stop on Tuesday night when a spectator's cell phone started ringing and wouldn't stop. Conductor Alan Gilbert was near the end of Mahler's Ninth Symphony when the interruption began. As the New York Times writes, the symphony, quote, contains some of the most spiritual and peaceful music ever written, 
as the cell phone uh, continued to ring the iPhone's signature marimba ringtone. Those of you with iPhones know what that is. Gilbert stopped the entire performance, and yet shockingly, the phone continued to ring. Quote, nothing happened, unquote. The conductor said, nobody was owning up to it. It was surreal. The conductor said, minor cell phone interruptions have become common and rarely interfere with a live performance. The Philharmonic does what it can to avoid cell phone-related interruptions, including a recorded act, a message from actor Alec Baldwin reminding audience members to turn off their cell phones before the performance begins. The audience uh, and performers stood in uh, stunned silence as Gilbert asked the offender to silence. The phone, uh, and uh, this is from the Times article. Uh, the conductor said audience members pointed out two people sitting where the sound was coming from. They were staring at me resoundly, he said of the couple. Eventually, the, hand, the man put his hand in his pocket, and the ringing stopped. It was so weird, the conductor said. Did he think he could just bite his lip and soldier through? <laughs> The conductor said, uh, he asked the man if he was sure if he was uh, quieted, then he nodded his head. (laughs) People in the hall began yelling for the sound to stop. (laughs) Oh, man. It was truly shocking what happened, the conductor said. You're in this very faraway spiritual place in the piece. It's like being rudely awakened. All of us were stunned on stage. Once the phone was finally silenced, Gilbert apologized to the audience. They responded with cheers and applause. Gilbert segued back to the final passage, and the performance continued. So here's a lesson here, kids. Uh, so I, I think what they're going to do is, you know, if you have if they hear a cell phone during a symphony, they, they may just they may taser you. They may say, "Hey, <laughs> uh, narrow down where this person is." Uh, taser them and uh, remove them from the symphony. I think that's what's going to happen. Mark my words, kids. That that is probably what's going. No, it's, no, that's probably that's what, that's what's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens here uh, as time goes on. It's it's a very uh, very interesting story here. So. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I have anything else here before we uh, before we take our break here. Well, let's, let's do one more story here. We'll do one more quick story here. This is from uh, Friday, January thirteenth. Anyway, that's, that's not the right story. Uh, let's try this story. Yeah, uh, man surrenders. Here's the title: Man surrenders after taking police car. <laughs> this is from Indianapolis, the Super Bowl city. A man who stole a police car after being handcuffed uh, behind its back turned himself into state troopers in Indiana after two days on the run. Let me say that again. A man who stole a police car after being handcuffed behind his back turned himself into state troopers. William Blankenship, 22, surrendered on Thursday evening after meeting with two state troopers at his family home in the North um, uh, Midwestern State Police said Blankenship was pulled over for speeding on Tuesday, handcuffed with his hands behind his back, and put in the back seat of a police car after an officer reported seeing drug paraphernalia in the car. After the officer checked the suspect's car, Blankenship drove off with the police car, which was found on Wednesday in a pond. 
Blankenship is charged for theft, and uh, more charges are expected, Porter County prosecutor said on Friday. So, so if you get arrested, uh, you know, don't uh, don't take a police car. That's uh, that's the lesson. That's a lesson from all of that. All right, so we have more people uh, coming in the chat room. Thank you for joining us here. Just in a couple of minutes, I'm going to take a little bit of a break and uh, take a musical break here, uh, close to the bottom of the hour. And uh, after the break here, uh, what you're all been waiting for here, kids, uh, is Cat coming up, and also Sharon, also known as Cajun Way, on Twitter. And uh, we're having a good uh, discussion here uh, this evening. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And we'll be right back after I find a song here. Sorry, I, just, uh, I got uh, got distracted. <laughs> um, let, me, uh, let me find something here. And uh, about two minutes here, then we'll be right back here on the night shift here. On the Blog Talk Radio Network, we'll be uh, right back. Welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the night shift show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, I have to get, I, I can't bring her on the show without uh, without playing her song here. So uh, here, oh, here, here's, here, here's the cat uh, bumper music here for you. <laughs> this show it's warrior cat cat how you doing there my dear hey what is up how are you what is going on well not much is up a lot's down but (laughs) yeah we'll get into that later (laughs) (laughs) omg omg yeah 
to the nth degree, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then another OMG tonight, but I guess we can do yes. that too. <laughs> yes, we'll leave that to the end of the show. Well, we'll talk about the good stuff first. How about how about that? How about that? Okay, what good stuff? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, no. I know it's all it's all bad. It's all sad. It's all depressing. I'm really sorry. But you <laughs> but know, gonna... I mean, I, I I don't want to have a whole downer show. Sorry about that. No, no, it won't be a downer. You know why? Because Sharon and I can make good of anything. That's right. That's right. And, hey, what, and why you don't you, because uh, I do have Sharon online, why don't you introduce her to the show here? Because I know a little bit about her, but I know that you can you can properly bring her onto the show here this evening, Kat. Okay. Well, everyone... Who we're about to bring on the line is my awesome friend from Louisiana and who was one of my co-hosts on the Landview Lowdown. We were totally blessed to find her and get her on the Landview Lowdown. And uh, I, and she happens to be, like I said, from Louisiana. And so we have a lot in common. We love One Life to Live. We love LSU. And we love the Saints, okay? So this week has been very, very sad for us. But as awesome as Sharon is, you're going to see that we're going to make it good. We're going to find the silver lining on the cloud. Actually, we're going to find the purple, gold, gold, black lining on the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) And black, black is... Oh, Sharon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm hearing you. Oh, hey. my goodness. Good evening. Hey. Good evening. And, uh, uh, do hey. I call you Mike, Dr. Mike, sure. Dr. A? You All can of them? Call me whatever you, you can call me whatever you like. Because okay. you know, I feel like, I feel like that we go way back because you know I was I was I was a big fan of the lowdown. You guys had a, a great show which we'll get into during the course oh. of tonight's show. So you, so you can call me about anything you like there, Sharon. Oh well, great. I'll, I'll we'll think as we go through the show what I end up calling you. No, I'll call you Mike. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Kat, where, where, wherever you would want to start on this topic here tonight, I will I will uh, I will leave it up to you because you know I. Didn't watch any of the shows this week, so you can, you can, you can talk about. Well, why, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Because um, I, I know people, at, and we've talked about the the Landview Lowdown before. Why don't we talk about you know uh, about about your show here on the Block Talk Radio, and then you can kind of go wherever you want to after that. You mean the Landview Lowdown? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think, I yeah, think people okay. want to know about it, you know, and and that'll be a good part of our conversation tonight. Okay. Well. We had the Landview Lowdown for, gosh, I don't know, was it two years, Sharon? Almost two years, I think. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. Okay. And then, unfortunately, some things happened. We kind of stopped doing it. And we always, me and my sister would talk about, let's bring it back, let's bring it back. And it, it just never came to fruition. And then when we found out it was being canceled, I thought, well, we definitely need to bring it back. But then we just were so bummed about it being canceled. And I, I don't know. But now I wish we wouldn't have stopped it. But I'm so glad to have you here tonight, Sharon, to talk about it with you because uh, I told Dr. Mike, Dr. A, Dr. Doolittle over here. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Doolittle, oh, God. No, I love Dr. Mike. He knows. But I I told him last week, 
you know, one of the good things that came out of just watching One Life Live and having Lambie Lou know is that we got to meet you. And, and I, for oh. you will forever be my friend, forever. Absolutely. So, uh, right back at so, you. Right back at you, Kat. So, uh, I mean, so, so, yeah, so, we, something that I really like is that, you know, you guys will talk about it. And then I, I forget how many people that you had on the show, but it was just like it was that whatever whatever hour that was just flew by because you just kept going this way and that way and, and saying, oh, what might happen or what didn't happen. And uh, there was a lot of laughing. There was a lot of joking around on that show. And <laughs> it was uh, it, it was really fun to listen to. It was fun to do also. Trust me, I, I enjoyed every minute. It was so much fun, it, and we did have a few of the stars on the show. We had John Brotherton was our first celebrity call-in. We had uh, uh, the guy who plays Brody. Yep. <laughs> yeah. mine went blank. And, well, and we Mark had a video Lawson. from Cat. Yeah, my, Mark Lawson. That's it. And we also had a video from Cassie DePiva. Remember? Yeah, we had a video. Yeah, she she did us a little video. And, of course, we couldn't show the video on the show, but we played the audio of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was – oh, and Brandon Buddy called in one time. Remember when Brandon Buddy called in? Yep. We didn't even – we didn't even, we didn't even set up an interview with him. He just felt like calling in. And so that was a really awesome surprise because we love the Buddy. We love the Brandon Buddy. And I just have to say this, though, Sharon – uh, as much as I love Brandon Buddy, I mm-hmm. love the the replacement Cole they had this past couple weeks. You love. did? I, I, yes. I, I just I, could, I He was okay. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> no, I, I I guess I just thought you know <laughs> Brandon Buddy was just the ideal Cole, but uh, you know he didn't come back. They had to put somebody in the place. But wasn't it an incredible ending? It was a great oh. week. Sad, sad, but wonderful. My goodness, it just it just needs to keep going, but it will. Partially, some of the stars from the show are going to General Hospital. Absolutely. I was very excited to hear that. Now, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, Sharon, but mm-hmm. there's some people that aren't – there's a lot of General Hospital fans that aren't happy about this. Well, and, they're just going to have to get happy. That's all there is to yeah. it. <laughs> They're gonna have to get over it. That's right. <laughs> when they I go mean, on and the rate and the ratings go up, then they'll be happy. Yeah, because I don't, the way I don't. Go ahead. No, that was gonna say the same thing. I've never watched General Hospital, but I am now. Absolutely, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And then now there's they're they're not long term. I think Michael McBain is long term. Long term. Michael McBain, not Michael. Oh, good. John McBain, his brother. No, uh, John McBain and and uh, Star. I think they are going to be long term. Now, uh, uh, Blair and I'm using the the, the uh, names of the uh, yeah characters so everybody will know. Okay, Blair and uh, Todd. They're just uh, like the eight episodes. So if anybody wants to keep them on there, once you see that they're the chemistry they have. They just need to write, call, do whatever they have to do to keep them on. Absolutely. You know, um, the w- the way I look at it, too, is like, if, like, let's say General Hospital were the one to be canceled, or let's say all my children were the only soap to have been canceled. I don't think it would bother me having, having characters come from that show. You know, as long no. as my show was still on, I would be so happy, you know. I, I, 
I, and I, I yeah, I, I just mean, want to say think, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think that that what they're worried about is that you know they're so used to their characters and the storylines and all that here comes these other players. Are they going to knock their people off and kind of put them in the back burner? But I, I know they have what Ron Colorbody and somebody else, right? Now that's working over there, I'm sure that they'll yeah. work them into the the canvas. Oh, there's room. There's room. I mean, I I, I understand. I'm su- I'm sure the majority of them are, are happy about it because it could keep the soap on for much longer. Their soap, General Hospital, which is which will be our soap before too long. And mm-hmm. and they and but the ones that don't are the ones that are posting. And 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 I understand, but they will quickly start posting. Well, hey, it was a great storyline, and we enjoyed watching the uh, Mannings or whatever. Or John McBain is a great policeman. You know, stuff like that. And it, it, it'll just take time. I just hope it doesn't get canceled. Just hope that it stays right where it is, and that they can just go on because it, it's it's they're they're dying, and it's just it's horrible. Especially our one life to live. I'm sick over that, and over other things that happened this week, but. Oh, oh yeah. Goes on. <laughs> this, is, this has been the worst week in television ever. <laughs> mm, I'm telling you, I, I it, it's just, you know, I well, I tell you what though, um, our teams will come back next year. One life to live won't, and that's that's, that's devastating. True. Devastating. That's true. Oh, I know, and you know, I think it's going to hit me really bad on Monday. Oh, I know. Wait. I don't. I don't know what my DVR is going to tape, but I hope because it doesn't say one life to live, it doesn't tape whatever's on there. And from what I understand, too, that the shows that are taking the place, if the ratings don't do what they're supposed to do, then they won't, won't bother the other soaps on ABC. And I don't want to wish any <laughs> anybody bad luck, but so be it if they don't. You know. Yeah. Well, you know what? They have enough of those kind of shows on other cable channels. We oh. have. Absolutely. Satellite. Yeah. yeah. With this, with the cable we have now, the satellites and all that stuff, we have yeah. eight million channels that play eight billion of those kind of shows. I mean, they're yeah, they're, they're, they're cheaply made, I guess. You know, it's really it's the bottom dollar. That's it. But let, let's talk about what happened this week. How exciting was the soap the whole week? Yeah. Oh yeah, the show. Oh. We're gonna leave football to much later. <laughs> Mike, are we taking over or what? Yeah, <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. You, well, you, you, know, you want to uh, join in? Did you watch it? Uh, you know, I, I forgot to to put it on my DVR. You know. Uh, oh. I, 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 I didn't know how to work it. I know. <laughs> and I know that uh, there are people in the chat room here too uh, who are who are chatting about it. So. Uh, oh. Uh, well, you yeah. know, Dr. Mike, there is somebody, His name, well, his name is Wiki John on, Soap Wiki John on Twitter. He said yeah, he has some, uh, he's in here right now. And uh, also have okay. uh, OLTL Days Fan 101. Then they've been chatting, oh. chatting it up in here. Oh, okay, good. Wow. Well, he good. said he has some scoops for us. And Sharon and I can't get in the chat room. Sharon wasn't even able to get the show. She wasn't no. even able to listen to the show. I'm seeing who's a listener. I'm seeing everything. I'm not hearing anything, but I don't see the chat room either. I don't even see where I can go yeah. in. But that's but he said he has he's, scoops for us. So if you see anything in there, Doctor Mike, that looks like 
a scoop. Oh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all over that. Okay, good. Yeah, sorry if they have any questions or if they have any, any, anything to say, but he's <laughs> all over that. Um, but, Cat, uh, the acting this week was incredible, wasn't it? I mean, it's always been top, top of the line. I, I have yet to find better actors or actresses and, than uh, Erica Slezak, who played Vicky, or Cassie DePava, who plays Blair, or I could go on and on and on. Top of the line actors and actresses. When they showed their, when they showed how great they were, it was that time they did that. Remember that uh, week or whatever they did live, or that day they did live, or was it a whole oh, week? That was well. On, what they did was on SoapNet that day. They played fourteen episodes of from mm. some of their best stuff, and they played that live show. That I, wow. you know, I, I never saw, and I was blown away. Incredible, blown away. No, I tell you, I, it, that is some of the best acting there is. And whoever, wherever they may go, they're going to succeed because they're uh, top of the line. They are, they are class acts, all of them. I mean, you, you know, you and I met them. You and I met most of them, and they were, they yeah. were gracious. They were sincere. Besides being talented, yeah, and my one of the I think one of the nicest actors that I met from that cast was the guy uh, Jerry Verdorn who plays Clint, oh, and yeah. uh, he was so good this week. And you know what what kills me, Sharon, is that him and Rex finally developed the relationship that I've been wanting them to develop, and the show ends. You know, it's Absolutely. like. Oh! Oh, I know. And and it took it when they hugged, it took a little, you know, coaxing, but he got him, you know, Rex to give in and that hug was so so sweet. So sweet. Uh, I just so and, loved him being Rex's dad. No, no, I'm gonna miss that show so much. I I it's I'm not depressed by any means right now, but Monday I will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know a I, lot. And you know the ratings were good. That's the that's the that's the part I do not understand. The ratings were not really were, were better than General Hospital. I, I don't understand it. Not that I'm saying that General Hospital should have been canceled. I'm just trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I just got this direct message from So Wiki John. <laughs> he said, "I'll just say this real quick." He said, "Trevor St. John." Natalie, Tomas, Jack, Taya, Cole, Marty, and Patrick are all in talks to come to General Hospital. If that wow. happens, if that happens, I'm totally excited, and I'm sorry, GH fans, not excited. I know. You know there's a lot of there's a, a lot of GH fans that watch both films. Those people are happy. Yeah, they're back to back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, happy. That would be wonderful. I know. I, we need them. We need them to be. Permanent, you know, not just like an eight, uh, an eight episode, and then they're gone. We need to make sure that they stay. But uh, you know what? They'll prove themselves that they need to stay with their with their ability to uh, make you love them, make you fall in love with each each and every one of them. I know I did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to separate what we saw when we went to that one life to live function that we went to in New York City. From the the people, the characters that we talked to, and and their characters, whether they be sweet or mean, I mean, it was easy to do because they were so genuine and so nice. And and when uh, remember when uh, 
Hillary B. Smith, who played uh, Nora, and Catelyn, Catherine Hicklin, who played, uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, Lindsay. Remember, remember when they took the time to, and they they said it to Debbie to call her 80-some-odd-year mother who was a fan? They yeah. both took the time to get on the phone, and, and Debbie didn't ask them. They offered when Debbie told them that, that she was, uh, her mother was a fan. They both said, well, get your mom on the phone. That's rare. That's rare. I forgot Hillary B. Smith talked to her, too. She did? Yeah. She went, oh, she couldn't hear. She couldn't hear in the in the venue or whatever it was. She she walked it. She told everybody, "Hold on, I'll be right back." She went outside so she could get a, a yeah, so she could hear her. Yeah, yeah. I love Hillary B. Smith. Oh, I do too. I do too. And I heard she. I hear she's going to Bold and the Beautiful. Well, I'll I don't have know if to watch heard that, that too. I'll have to watch <laughs> that too. <laughs> I'll be watching a lot of soaps. I'm a fan of all of them, and I'll go wherever they go. Well, I won't go with it, physically go, but I'll I'll watch them. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But what a, a, I mean, uh, everything was happy, everything was, I mean, but the ending. Were you surprised? Did your jaw drop like mine? Literally, my jaw dropped. I told Melissa the first thing. I said, no. I said, my jaw was on the floor. My jaw was on the freaking floor. I I was not. I was screaming it. for more. I me either. I, I was know. screaming more. Please. I thought it was going to go another hour for some reason. I was hoping. <laughs> you know. I mean. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And you know the thing about it is, this is why I hope Trevor St. John goes to General Hospital because. I mean, regardless, even if none of them were going to General Hospital, I still would have been happy with that ending, even though it was a cliffhanger, because yeah. it was just so good. Yeah, and it leaves you thinking, oh, will he get out of, will he, okay, so Todd didn't kill his brother, and Tay is going to get her husband back, and that baby's going to have her father, and boy, what a great, you know, on and on and on. Ugh, wonderful. I it's just wish was also... Go ahead. No, no. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Dr. Mike, the scene we're talking about, the very, very end, this yeah. guy, the, 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 the character is Victor, played by Trevor St. John. Everybody loved him. He'd been on the show, I think, eight years. And everybody loved him. Of course, they kill him off and, you know, when there's two, three months left of the show. And I guess we're thinking, oh, well, they don't really care at this point who they're killing off because the show's ending. And we have Allison Perkins, who's like a crazy psycho in this soap, okay, basically narrating the whole show about how, kind of narrating the the era that is One Life to Live. And she's reading this script that she made. Of course, the title is called One Life to Live by Allison Perkins. And she's reading this script to someone in a bed. (laughs) We don't know who it is. We don't know who it is till the very end. And then uh she she uh she I forget what she's saying in the in she's talking in the end of the script and uh she goes, Well we know things aren't always what they seem and then throws the script <laughs> at the person in the bed and it's it's Victor. I know, he's it's all tied Victor. up and his mouth is wow. Oh my goodness. And he sits yeah, tight to get away and I'm going, Oh God, and it's over. What a what a it's way to end it. Oh, 
he is so funny because he's sitting there with a gag in his mouth all tied to his head. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have never guessed it. I would have never guessed it. I, you know, I was thinking, I didn't, I, I had no clue who was in that bed. I, I kept going back. Well, I'm thinking maybe it's the older victim's daddy. Maybe he really didn't have that heart attack and died, whatever it was he had. He'd be 100 and whatever. But anyway, I thought, <laughs> maybe that's him. Maybe that's him. I even said, oh, well, maybe it wouldn't be Phil Carey, but I thought maybe it would be, you know, the daddy. I had, I mean, I never even dreamed it would have been Victor. And I'm sure either. nobody else did either. Yeah. You know, when I was right. like, too bad it can't be Phil Carey, you know, because Phil Carey, who oh. is the patriarch of that show, he played uh, Asa Buchanan, Dr. Mike. He died uh, like a couple, few years ago. I talked about this, yeah. I think, on your show. Yeah, and I, God, I loved him. God, I loved him so much. And I'm like, well, better not be Phil Carey. <laughs> no, if it was Phil Carey, then I had, I, mm, I wouldn't have lived to see Monday. I would have died right there. But anyway, um, it's, it's just, <laughs> you all right, Kat? <laughs> yeah. No, I love oh, this is, this is Phil Carey. Oh, yeah. But this is just, don't you feel like you're at Lambview Lowdown again? Yes. <laughs> Cracking up. Oh. But and Tony, Tony, and then mm, Tony. Tony just direct Tony, remember Tony that used to call in yeah. to the show? She just, yeah. she just directed, messaged me and said, hey, Kat, it's Tony Ann. Just wanted to say hi and that I'm listening tonight. Hey, Tony Macaroni. Yes. Hey, girl. How you doing? I know I can't hear you, can't see you, can't do nothing except tell you hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gosh. But I tell you, but, General Hospital, they're going to, well, the fans that are going to watch General Hospital from that were watching One Life to Live, they'll be surprised how many, how many will follow the actors. I'm not surprised because I've I've met the most dedicated fans to that show ever in my life, but um, they. So I, uh, I, I, I I have a dumb question. So so when so when actors from one soap go to another soap, is that like not cool in like the soap world or like what like how is that all dealt with? Uh, I I don't. Well, you want to answer that, Cap? Well, I are you there? <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. No, okay. it, can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think well, that happens sometimes. That does happen, and and they used to do that sometimes with all my children and one life to live. They would bring a storyline over for, just temporarily, you know, and then bring the characters back to Landview or back to Pine Valley or whatever. And Michael Easton was also on Port Charles. I just have to remind GH fans that too. He was originally in Port Charles before he came to Landview. Anyway. Um, that's at least one that was belonged there in the first place. I think what their problem is, uh, Dr. Mike, is that they – well, I think what what the fear is, because at first I'm like, why did they, why did they make it such a big deal? Who cares? But then I think what I'm thinking what they're worried about is that they're afraid that General Hospital is next on the chopping block, right? So, oh. So well, you know – yeah. No, go go ahead, Sherry. I, I was just gonna say the the main thing that most fans worry is that their their main character will leave and someone will take their place and and be that character. That that is 
the biggest no-no in, but, you know, you either get used to him or you don't, he or her, right. you know, he or she. And that's when they, they have a problem. I think what Kat was saying, too, which is right, the reason that it might be a little stink about it is they're scared that their characters may be put on the back burner. Uh, and uh, I think some are on contract and some are, like, part-time, and they're scared maybe they'll lose their characters. But they'll get over that and they'll get used to it. And, and, and it won't take long because if they're true fans of soap and true fans of the actors of, of, of soap operas, then they'll love the ones that are coming over. I'm done. Mm. Go ahead, Kat. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I think what well, I think what you're saying is, is kind of it. They're worried for, for multiple reasons that, okay, now what's going to happen to my characters? Are they going to be put on the back burner? Are they going to lose their jobs, some of them, if these characters come yeah. in and people love them more? Uh and then there's the fact that I think what but I hear one woman saying on like or some of the people that are saying on Twitter is that don't fall for it. They're trying to pit one life to live fans against general hospital fans and that don't fall for it. That's what Disney's trying to do. I, I don't still don't get that part of it. But they're they're saying that they're bringing in the one life to live fans to save our show. We don't need saving. It obviously General Hospital is I, I've never watched it, okay, but if they're the ones that have survived all this, they're probably technically the most popular show, okay, or have been for a long time. So I don't think, I think if their show gets canceled, look how good One Life to Live has been. These shows are not yeah. being canceled because people aren't watching them. These shows are being canceled because the executives at ABC are cheap-ass punk that don't want to oh. pay. He lost his job too. They kicked his they kicked his daddy ass to the curb, but a little too late. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's yeah, gone I mean, after he like, made all these stupid decisions. I mean, there. It's like you said. The bottom line is money. It has to do with money. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't care a hill of beans about the fans. I'm here to tell no, you, they fans. Don't. You can you can do all the petitions you want, all the everything you want. I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to be cynical and down about it, but I don't think anything's going to work because they are too cheap. The economy's bad. They don't want to lose any money, which I'm not sure how they're losing money, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it's you know, less in their pocket. They worry about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they're still surviving. I I, I don't know. You know, I can't say because I don't work in that arena. I, I'm sure that there's money issues. But the bottom line is they want to save money, so they're putting some cheap-ass shows on the, on the air that you can find on any other cable station at yeah. any time. A cooking show I mean, and a, and a put self-improvement that, show. I can, I can put that stuff in my – and it'll cost them $10 a day to put a cooking show in my kitchen. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Cheap. Cheap, 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 and and I mean, goodness, what they do you can find in the cookbook, please. Hey, hey Sharon, would you be what? The, doing? Would you be doing a show talking about how to cook boudin and jambalaya, yeah, crackling and do some crawfish? Oh yeah, I tell them how, and then I tell them how I feel about them too. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it, they, I, I personally feel, I know that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, not be so biased, but really and truthfully, they did not do justice to the people that, I mean, ABC probably lost a lot of, maybe people won't follow and go to General Hospital that are other fans that didn't, of, of, of the artists, uh, the actors that didn't go over there, and maybe they won't be watching. So they made a lot of enemies. ABC did a lot. A lot of enemies of, of people that 
you know, they, 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 I don't know if they, if it counts still if you tape it or you DVR and you watch it that night, but they're still watching the show. I guess it still see, counts. I don't know. I, see, that's what I'm wondering because what's happening is nowadays the reason may, may, maybe many people aren't watching it at the time it comes on is because they're at work or whatever, but they're DVRing it. I was, I was watching it every night. Even sometimes when I was home, I would just wait and watch it later so I could fast forward through the commercials. Absolutely. I, I, most of the time, so, if you work, you know, you. I mean, it's not our fault that we watch it during the day, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure. I would think it would it would carry some kind of weight. I, I don't know, but apparently not. But uh, big mistake. Well, he's paying for it because he lost his job. I don't know if he lost his job because he made an, a mistake and they couldn't undo that mistake, or he just lost it because I don't know. I don't know of any other reason other than he was stupid. I know. That's Brian, <laughs> Brian Fonz or whatever his name was. Brian Fonz. Something. I wish I could yeah. think of something right now. <laughs> I, I, uh, I could give him uh, a name right now, but I won't. Why don't we uh, – um, I'm going to take a little break here. Once you ladies reload and okay. – uh, <laughs> We'll we'll, we'll 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 do another segment after this. <laughs> and um, so something uh, did, did you did you ladies say that you went to a live event at some point in the past or, uh, on this? Because uh, we did. I, I'm very I'm very curious about that. I'm going to talk about it in the next segment too. So uh, so what you guys? Well, we'll take a little bit of break. You, you ladies reload, and uh, we will uh, be, be back here on the Landview Lowdown here on the Block Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back. Event or this in-person event that you went. And when was that? And, and 
you know, I, I've always you know heard about those type of you know, um, you know events and things. And what, uh, what 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 was that all about? Okay, well, we went in August. I believe it was 2008, right, Sharon? Wasn't yeah. it 2008? Okay, but before, really quick, before I go on, I just want to say because I got some <laughs> direct messages from Soap Wiki John. Yes, I know it's this is John. <laughs> He what? Goes first, he, he goes first. You do know this is SS John, right? That's Tony's friend. Remember Tony's friend that used to always yeah, come into yeah. the ambulance? Yeah, okay, yeah. that's him. And then he said, I think it depends on the actor and the role they are taking on as to the acceptance of it. There's going to be a lot of people leaving General Hospital soon, and people will falsely blame One Life to Live. General Hospital is the most popular show and has made the most money. The reason why the crossover happened announced so soon is to keep the one life to let fans interested and start tuning into GH. Okay, I just wanted to say that, and I agree with that. I think Makes we're sense. trying to get some one life to live fans over to GH. But and yeah, yeah but you did, show, did, did, and you'll change the name of it. Yeah, we'll change the name of the show to One Life to Live. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's joking. We'll leave it as your yeah, life. We'll see if it happens. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and answer whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Well, the fan event is when we met Sharon, too. That's the first time we met Sharon. Oh, okay. um, it was in New York. It mm-hmm. was in New York, and it was basically the One Life to Live fan event. And uh, we basically, they have a bunch of, like, well, they have one big event where they have a certain amount of stars that go there, and you, you get to – it's like a meet-and-greet type of thing. And I think at that main event, they probably have maybe 20 stars, 20, something like that, a good amount. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the weekend, they have little mini parties of different – like fan club people have certain uh, little – their own parties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, events. So, uh, but it was a great time. We got to meet a lot of people. And like I said, Jerry Verdorn that plays Clint, I don't know, there was just something about him. I mean, he, he was so genuine and so real and so non-pretentious. He's so down to earth. Uh, I just love that guy. And watching him in this last week just broke my heart, you know, just broke my heart. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh well... <laughs> You all right, Kat? No. Yeah. Oh, it, it it was a great event. It was it was a whole weekend event and um the the fun part all of it was fun. And we went to uh Kristen Olsen who plays Star, we went to her fan club party and a lot of the a lot of the um the stars came to <laughs> remember when Beth Bonner walked in, I got so excited. Started running up and down. <laughs> She was my, well, Cassie the Pie was my favorite, but she was my second favorite, and I got so excited, I didn't even know what, I think I said hi to her, I'm not even sure, I'm not even sure, but it was just so, I was like a kid in a candy store, it was fun, then they, they sat them on stage, they lined them up, I bet they were what, every one of them was there, weren't they, just maybe a couple, all lined up, and they, and they uh, opened it up for the audience to have questions, it was wonderful, wonderful. And that's when we were in the throes of the Landview Lowdown, and we had our little flyers and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, it was it was awesome meeting. You know what was to me just as exciting as meeting the stars was meeting our listeners. You know, yeah. we had we had listeners that were there, and when they say, "Oh yeah, we listened to the Landview Lowdown," I was like, "That is so cool!" 
No, felt like you should have been on stage being asked questions, huh? <laughs> it was it was cool though. Yeah. And 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 so it, they, it was like they, hundreds they, of people there. I mean, was it? I mean, was oh, it a lot of people? Oh Lord, yes, tons of people. I yeah. bet you there was. I mean, I, coming and going a thousand or more. I'm sure. I mean, wow. I made me off. Yeah, there were a lot of people. A lot. And these are, you know, these are the, like the hardcore fans. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for the Landview Lowdown, I had never been to a fan event before. You know, I never thought about going to one until I started that show because I'm like, hey, it'd be cool to meet some of the celebrities on the show, some of the stars, and get them on the show and do interviews with them and stuff, you know. And But then when I went to it, it was like, man, I would love to go to these all the time, but it's like near, I mean, I pretty much used my whole credit card on that freaking trip, that Marriott. We, we stayed at the Marriott on, I guess it's at Lexington. I don't know which street it was, but I don't know. Everything about, there was but it was, yeah, but it was such a nice room. Remember Sharon? Remember our room? Yeah, you should have seen ours. We were, yeah, y'all had a nice room. We paid a nice price, and our our room. I turned over and I touched the, the wall, and it wasn't in my. I mean, it was just so small, so small. <laughs> we paid. We paid a hundred. Really small. We'd turn and we I mean, I'd all but kiss Robert in the next uh, bed, and then there was, uh-uh, it was, it was not, <laughs> I could say more, but I'm not going to, but uh, it was really small, and we paid a good price. Lord, I can about imagine what y'all paid. Y'all had a nice room. We, but, had, like, mm. we had the, we had the, it looked like a regular hotel room with the two beds, and then we had a little outer part, which was like a little living area. Yeah, you know, with a TV yeah. and a little couch and some chairs. It was like a suite. It was nice. nice. I wanted to live yeah. in that room. I wanted to live there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to live in mine. Trust me. <laughs> Not about to, as big as my bathroom. But anyway, it was and and that to tell you that, but they would have had a lot more store, a lot more people there if it, if it had been in a place maybe. Uh, less expensive, so uh, considering that that it was a, it was a really it cost you know I mean it was right downtown, and you had if you wanted to if you you know didn't have transit well you couldn't drive in that traffic anyway so you had to almost stay downtown so it was costly but well worth it, so I'm sure they'd have had thousands more if if it had been where people could afford it you know closer maybe central in the United States somewhere like right there in Louisiana <laughs> it would have been fine. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Then I could just stay with my daddy-o. It'll be real cheap. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And we could have fed him well, too. No. Um, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a great, I mean, I, I'd do it all over again. It was one, I'd stay at a different hotel, though, trust me. But um, it, it was a great event. Great event. Uh, and there you saw the, like you said, when you met, uh, uh, what's his name? Van Dorn? I don't know how they say it. Whatever. Jerry Van anyway. Dorn. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people like that, and you see that they are just like anybody else. They just have a, a talent for acting. But wonderful, wonderful event. Wonderful soap opera. A loss, a total, a huge loss to this, uh, you know, TV world. I know. It's like, how do you end a show that's been on the air for 44 years? And what? And you bring back the dead. <laughs> you bring back the dead. <laughs> <laughs> No, how do you do it? I love how they bring back the dead in the very last scene, though. I mean, 
like I said, even if it, the actors weren't going to GH, to me that was good enough of an ending because you can take that ending and make it whatever you want. It's not like like the end of All My Children, Jr. shot someone, but you don't know who he shot, right? He could have sh- shot a number of different people, and you would die to know who it was. Whereas with Victor being alive, you could say, okay, Victor's alive. He eventually will get the gag out of his mouth and get away from that crazy woman, <laughs> Allison, mama, and get yeah. off the bed. And then then Todd will not be arrested for his murder, and everybody will live happily ever after. I mean, you can still make your own ending out of it without having to guess anything, you know? Oh, and and, and, and it could continue, too. You could, okay, now he and uh, Todd and Blair made love, but then they came to arrest him. They're going to find that Victor's not, not dead, but he did kidnap Tomas. He did put it, you know, so... Blair wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't come between he and Blair. So that would be something. Well, they could go with that one. Couldn't they run with that storyline? Mm-hmm. And they'll oh, run all the way to Port Charles with it. They got, <laughs> hope they do. I, wow. I wonder when, <laughs> when, when, when will the actors from One Life to Live start their time on uh, General Hospital? Do any of the listeners know? I think they're supposed to be on in February. In February? I think they're supposed to like they're supposed to be filming the scenes at the end of January, and they'll be actually seen on the soap in February. Okay. Okay. But you know, what, General, you know what, General Hospital people over there and ABC, I'm going to start watching General Hospital now to get to know the characters that are already on there, which is something I wouldn't have done before. So I think you made a good move. I hope it. I hope. Like, nothing against the people who are against this, but I hope it all works out for the best. Because, you know, I, I love this genre, too, okay? I, I, I don't want, There's some people who watch a number of soaps, okay? The, the main one I was watching here the last five years was One Life to Live. I used to watch All My Children. But, uh, you know, I just hope that, that we can keep as many soaps on the air as we can because, you know, the ABC execs, they have to know that there's a large fan base out there and people want this. I would love to see, because SoapNet's also going off the air in February, or no, March, I think, which is upsetting. But if they would start a new soap channel, and, you know, I would be, you know what, I would even be happy with sharing if I got to see reruns of old One Life to Live that I haven't even seen yet, at times I didn't watch. I wouldn't even, I mean, I would like to see it come back, yes, but if that can't happen, I would be happy seeing reruns of old ones. And and watching it from, you know, whatever year on, because I missed so many years of it. So I, I just don't want to see it disappear forever. That's all, you know. Absolutely. But, you know, I think, and I'm hoping, I don't think, I just hope, because I don't know what NBC executives or CBA, uh, CBS executives are, are thinking, but I hope they got a sample of how uh, I rate the people were that both these shows, All My Children and One Life to Live, were both canceled. I mean, there was letters written. There were phone calls, and it continuous, continuous. I mean, maybe that's why Franz lost his job. I don't know. But uh, I hope they, you know, they, they learn from this because people love their soap operas. I mean, they relate to these people. This is an hour out of their day, maybe some man or some woman or some young girl or some young man will will forget their worries and let these other people have all the worries. You know, it's it's to me it was healing. I, I'd forget 
about my what worries I may have had that one hour a day. I, I was into that soap opera, and that was all I would think about. So, you know, to me, it's it's a travesty. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying on, on the show last week is that it was my escape, you know, for Absolutely. one hour. You know, I'd come, I'm come home from a long day at work. I was aching. My body was aching. I'd get in my bed, and I'd watch my taped episode of One Life to Live, and everything was okay again. You know, it's like absolutely. You, it was and, my escape. It was my happy place. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot and, of happy places, but <laughs> well, else? but this right now, this is really truthfully, that's one of my happy places. They took away. Yeah, and it's it's. But you know, I, I like I said, I just hope the other uh, NBC and, and uh, CBS learn from ABC's mistakes, which I think are mistakes. And I, I know that we're not alone. I know there's tons oh, yeah. of people feeling that way. But it is. It's a travesty of television. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you know yeah. And you know the writers like uh the two writers that are leaving uh, that going from one life to live on to general hospital, that's gonna be another asset to that soap opera. They're they're excellent writers. Oh, they're awesome. I, yeah. Absolutely. Great ideas. I mean, just they're going to bring a lot to that soap opera, which could be the reason I think, you know, maybe they – and you know what? I also uh, read and heard and that the the one on General Hospital plays Carly. She's mm-hmm. so excited to have, uh, like, Cassie come over so they can have, like, these cat fights. That is going to be cool. <laughs> that is going to be cool. Hey, 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 hey Dr. Blair's going to win, girl. Blair's going to cross the line. You got it. Pull out the claws now. I don't think Carly knows what she's getting herself into. (laughs) Blair can fight a good fight. She's thin, but she's spry and very wiry. Uh, Can kick your ass to the oh, kick. Ain't no doubt. (laughs) Ain't no doubt. See, Doctor Mike, you might want to start watching General Hospital so you can see the cat fight. <laughs> the there you go. There, 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 yeah, that's, that's the reason for me to DVR it now. So there you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two beautiful women calling at each other's eyes out. But did you, did you happen? Did you happen to see, Cat? Um, did you happen to see the view when they did that whole oh, hour? Oh, on? that was awesome. I have that DVR that's too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I was working. Forever I and forever. Yeah. But what Erica Slazik and Robin Strauss are what are those two I mean icons to me in, in the industry. I mean, Lord, uh that's Walter Slazak's daughter. I mean, how how much bigger can you get? But she was a wonderful actress and, and such a lady, huh? I I met her I met her in uh at soap uh soap Soap, whatever. Where's that thing they had in Florida? What was the name of it? Soap. Um, oh, Super Soap Weekend. Super Soap Weekend. And she was she was wonderful. She was so sweet to us. We didn't get to see her at that event, but I did meet her at uh, Super Soap Weekend. And Erica that's, one, that's one person I definitely wanted to meet, and I never got to she, meet. She's such a lady. Such a lady. And she just took her time with everybody. Never, nobody was ever rushed, no matter how long her line was, and it was long. And uh, she was just, she was just super sweet. 
Yeah. I I I, oh, I wanted to meet her so bad. Oh God, that was. A, it, I was like talking to the Queen of England or something. She's just so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Except she, she is didn't have like a queen. She, she is like a queen. She is a queen. Um, Tony said that Soapnet goes mar- goes dark March twenty third. That is so. That bad. Bad. See, it took everybody down. It took the two soaps. To, I mean, it, oh. Sad. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but it looks like this genre is dying, and I don't know how we're going to be able to save it. Well, I feel. I, I, I don't feel. I feel defeated. You know, I know there's people out there that keep fighting, and I. I. I mean, I. Wow. You know. Don't feel defeated. Don't feel defeated. Just you know, just do what you have to do. If people ask you to write, write. Because, like I said, maybe, just maybe. They've all whatever's left on ABC and NBC and CBS have learned their lessons that what they did was not, you know. How many more cooking shows can you have? Jesus, I mean, I don't watch them already. I sure I'm not going to watch them now. You know, I don't, I don't need anybody to tell me how to cook. <laughs> I mean, it's just not. It's nothing that interests me. And I'm sure there's a lot of people. I mean, you can go to the Food Network and watch that or whatever. Just stupid. Not saying that the yeah. people on there aren't nice and probably good cooks, but I'm not going to watch them. I have no interest. Me either. Me either. But just, and just, hope, just hope that they, they, you know, the executives that made these decisions, well, one of them is gone, like I said. Um, these other ones that make the other decisions on whether to keep the soaps, will keep them, and, and we won't have to worry about this for a very long time. After my lifetime, then they can do whatever they want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait till I die, and then you can do whatever That's you it. want. Wow. <laughs> but when I do die, I'm gonna find Brian Fonz, and I'm gonna slap him around. I'm gonna scare him to death. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. haunt him. I'm, I'm gonna kidding. haunt him. He, I'll find. First, I gotta find out where he is. But when I do, he'll be. He'll have this ghost in his house chasing him all over. Mm, idiot. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> we love you, One Life to Live, and cast. Thank you to the cast and crew. Oh. Thank you for entertaining us all these years. Thank you for putting your heart and your soul out there and, and, and for, you know, giving us that escape one hour every day, five days a week. You know, I think it sucks what happened to you, and karma is a bitch and it'll come back to, to, to bite those people in the butt. And y'all will be totally up on top where you should be. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, what, uh, what What are your first memories of that? I mean, how did you start watching? I mean, maybe not just this, but, you know, soaps in general. Just just curious. Well, I really love you. I've been watching since, gosh, thirty plus years when the Warlocks were on. The girl, uh, Judas Light, when she was on uh-huh. there, and she was playing. A, she was playing a hooker. I was watching before then, so that tells you seventy. When did it come on the air? I'm not real sure, but I've I was been watching it since like forever, and I've loved every minute of it. Uh, Tony just said she'll bring her power wheelchair to back up. 
for backup to help you take Brian Franz down. <laughs> Come on, Tony. We're going to run him over. <laughs> and Estes John, Estes John wanted to thank the three of us for doing the show. Hearing you guys again oh. was awesome, and I really enjoyed the series finale of Land View Low Down. <laughs> We finale. <laughs> there was a finale. You're welcome. I'll, you know, yeah, it was it was so such hard. a joy. It was it was it was such a joy because you know what? I never really thought I was like on the air. It was like talking with you and Mel about one life to live. It was like yeah. we were just but for the hour we had or hour and a half. How I think we started off an hour and a half and went to an hour. I think, but anyway, it, it was just like this. Like talking about it, giving our opinion. We did get phone calls and stuff, and and chat room and all. But the mo- most of the time, it was just you and I and, and Mel just discussing our thoughts about it. Seemed like everybody liked it because <laughs> they agreed with what we had to say. So yeah. that's, that's that was that was easy to do. That was easy. Easy and no pressure. Easy and fun, but no I, pressure. As as far as like one life to live is. Uh, I kind of was watching it in the mid, early to mid '90s a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I stopped. I, I've been watching it off and on since the, the, you know, about mid '90s. But I had started watching it fully every day for the, like the last, I guess, five years or so. And then, you know, when I started the Land View Lowdown, it was like, I, you know, I met, I made sure I never missed it because I wanted to be able to recap the show in a very good way. Know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do know, Alice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting and fun. And you know, I mean, the only thing I, 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 I kind of like didn't like about it, I then would call it flower in the ear at the end of the show. I'd want to put it on speaker and an ear thing, but I couldn't hear as well if I put the phone to my ear. That's old age, you know. That's what happens. <laughs> Uh huh. I get it on the right. The next week I get it on the left. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm picturing but cauliflower was... sticking out of each of your ears. There you go. Not... No salad for you tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's I'm glad we can laugh about it because I tell you what this is this doing this show with you guys is kind of like a little therapy too because between the two dag blasted football games and the one that I saw this afternoon and then the show going off the air my goodness that's enough for somebody to you know jump off a bridge here or something but this this show has helped me I'm I'm telling you girl I don't know how much more this old woman can take jeez but uh I. <laughs> I, uh, you know, to laugh with you guys, it's, it's, thank you. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for this time of, 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 of course, talking about One Life to Live and just talking about Landview Lowdown and, and, and reliving a lot of that and our opinion about the show and how mad we are that uh, with some people that made the stupid decision. But laughter is great medicine. Now, when I get off, really I'm going to cry. <laughs> but, <laughs> It, it's been it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for you guys even thinking thinking of me to come on and uh, talk about one life to live. Yeah, I just uh, I, I I remember uh, you know listening to Landview Lowdown and I'm like, what is this show? What is, like you know I'm like, what what are, what are they talking about? 
<laughs> all I remember is all the know. laughing, and I'm like, I don't know anything about one life to leave, but the only thing I knew is like that that uh, that you ladies just kept laughing about it, having a good time, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like an hour or an hour and a half went by, and it was just like not even thinking about it, and it was just uh, so so I, uh, it was it, I. That landing below that was just just a fun show for me just to listen to. It was, it was such a good time. Oh, well, well I'm thank glad you. And it's so yeah, I'm glad we <laughs> could make you laugh, and I'm glad we could actually have our show pretty much featured on another Blog Talk Radio show because it's like wow, you know, it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool. More, it's cool. cool yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Doctor A. I say Doctor A right now because you know what. Mm. You're, what is I mean? You're, <laughs> you're Doctor Adorable, Doctor Awesome, Doctor Amazing, wow. and Doctor uh, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> oh wow, man! We should just end the show right now. We're like we're done. <laughs> oh, you make me cry. No. <laughs> oh gosh. It's been fun, uh, though. If you end it right now, it's 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 been fun. But we can go on some more. We've got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, we got we got another half an hour. I just, I didn't know if you guys were winding up or you know I didn't you know I didn't I didn't want to cut anything off because you know I just uh, you know it's it, it's just you know it's just interesting for me you know as, as an outsider you know just just listening to you know you know people talk about you know anything you know, or especially a show or something that they've followed and and um you know interested in and and all the people in the chat room you know just just something that people you know are are passionate about and and something that's ending and and it's and it's sad it's sad when that happens and uh you know i didn't uh you know i i can go on for we got another half an hour here so i i didn't know you know as far as other things to bring up or be angry about be mad about i mean that's that's kind of what tonight's show is about a little bit anyways to try to you know, try to bring a little bit of closure to to things uh, for people. Well, I mean, I can talk about whatever you'd like, but I would love to hear Sharon's opinions on the LSU game. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm I'm ready and willing. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll take one more break here. We'll 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 get you ladies ready here. And, uh, but uh, anything, anything else to say on you know one night to live, land below, then then we'll take our break and then we'll then we'll talk football after that. So so I'll I'll leave it to both of you. Just to, any kind of parting words on one night to live and 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 land below, then we'll take our break. Well, for, for me, the last question that Tony had asked me is what parts of the final week made you guys tear up the most. For me, it was pretty much everything, but usually, like seeing the, the when Clint asked Vicky to marry him and when uh, and uh, Cole back with Star, those two things I I think were, and, and Rex and his dad, Rex and his dad, those three things were my favorite endings to the show of how they, they had Rex and his dad finally reconcile Clint asking Vicky to marry him, and then what did I say was the other one? <laughs> Rex and his dad. Already, I don't know. But my favorite thing of all was the very last scene, the jaw dropping. Victor still alive, and I love that they brought back my crazy Mitch Lawrence, even if it was only for a little while. Okay, 
that's that's my little parting words. Now, what about you, Miss Sharon? What was her question? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> what parts of the final week made you tear up the most? Oh gosh, you know it. What you said was about about it. Except I also felt really, really sad about. Uh, maybe not seeing some of these actors. I know that some are going to general hospital, but never seeing some of these other actors or actresses again anywhere that I know of. That was really that was sad to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was happy to see certain things. You know, like the reunion of Clinton and, and and Rex and his dad and yada yada yada. But I thought about like Erica Slezak. Will I see her again in another show somewhere or anywhere on TV? Maybe not. You know, I could go on and on and on, and it's just that—that that was to me sad. Erica Slezak will be on the big screen. You watch, I hope. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying it, it. You know, that's what it looked like to me, and that was really, really uh, upsetting to me to know that I may not be able to see any of them again anywhere on the screen, small or big. You know. So. Yeah. That. What I have to say now, we can go to break or whatever you were planning on doing. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and I know you guys can't see the chat room. I, I, I want to thank everybody in the chat room because if, if people let, because um, we were talking football after the break, and but there's been a lot of great uh, discussion and chatting in the chat room, and I want to thank everybody uh, for that. And uh, it's been it's been good for me just to kind of try to you know see how how people are you know, pretty upset about this. and uh, But uh, we, we will take a break here, and uh, we'll talk in football after the break uh, for our last segment of the show here. So, uh, so thank you all for joining us. We'll take a short little break here, and uh, we will be right back. We're talking talk about football here, and uh, it's, this has just been a fun show. I have learned so much, uh, and I'm not joking. I mean, it's been really, really, really fun with you guys coming along. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we should we should talk a little bit about football. And Cat, uh, uh, once you once you start a little bit here, and we'll we'll get this segment out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me be the first to say that I was beyond shocked at what happened. Okay. I had said on this show before, I could see Alabama beating us. I mean, it's, they're a good team. I could see them beating us, but I would have thought it might be by a field goal, at most, at most a touchdown, okay? I never, in a, I would have bet all my money that there's no way it would have been a shutout with LSU having zero points. Never. Never in my Never. Never. Never? Never. <laughs> 
Never? Facebook. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever, never, ever in infinity have I would have ever expected what I saw that night. It almost looked to me like they were not only that they weren't trying, but like they were a high school team that wasn't trying. <laughs> it's like, I love my Tigers through thick and thin, okay? But I don't know what happened that night. I, I, I really, for them to, what, get two first downs the entire game, to never get past the 50-yard line is just mind-boggling to me. How does a team that plays the way they played all season end off like that? There's some theories out there. There's some conspiracy theories, okay? Conspiracy? Like like maybe they were paid off to to throw the game. Okay. Wow. Everybody, every one of would have had to been paid off. That that's stupid. And I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just saying that theory is stupid. No, I know. No, no, no. You know, I I agree. Like I can't see LSU being paid off. But if it ever came out that that did happen, then at least there would be a reason that they played like that. Well. Mm. I mean, Man, what I, did you think, Sharon? Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> I watched it. I watched. I watched every game they played. I was able to get it here in SEC country. So they played every. You know, I was and I. I saw a team that had balance. I saw a defense that was domineering. I saw an offense that would bend but not break, and 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 just you know, just awesome. You know, enough to be in the championship game. They deserved to be there from where they played the thirteen games before. But what I saw was the defense hung in there. They they did well. They kept them to field goals until they were worn out. There's no yeah. team, no offense that goes three and out, three and out, three and out, and your defense is going to hang in there. If our offense would have played any <laughs> anywhere near that the 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 way the defense our defense played, we would have won the ball game because they were just kicking yeah. field goals. They weren't getting in the end zone. But our defense did okay. I can't complain about them, but our offense just stunk. But yeah. and I can't just blame Jefferson. He should have been pulled. They should have put Jeff, but uh, Lee out. But he'd have got his butt creamed. The, our offensive line could not block. They had no. The offense was not ready for this. Their offense was. Their defense was <laughs> extremely ready. But, they, yeah. they 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 didn't give our quarterback a chance to throw any balls downfield. Everybody's saying they should have taken Jefferson out and put Lee in. Sure, they could have tried it, but he'd have got cream because he couldn't move out the pocket. He's a pocket passer. But our yeah. offense was not coached well that night. And that's not saying it was just Miles. You got an offensive coordinator. They didn't have it. They they gave up. They just they didn't have it from the beginning. Our offense hung in there for. I mean, our defense hung in there as long as they could. I mean, my goodness, it was just field goals until the last touchdown. But then at that time, they kind of like were worn out. Yeah. And and for them not to have a running game, the the game plan was horrible. Game plan was horrible. The offensive line did not execute one good block. They If they had played Alabama offensively, even just offensively, as well uh, – uh, Monday night, as they did that game, we'd have won because our defense really was dominating, and so was theirs. But we, our offense played like 
Like crap. No, like high school. Well, like they, they didn't have yeah. eyesight. Like they were blind, yeah. something. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I have no answers for it. I don't think they were paid off because it would have to be everybody on the whole offensive team. And that's a little, you know, far-fetched. But they they were nervous. They weren't focused. Just the offense, you know, and they just didn't, they didn't produce. To be shut out in the championship game after going 13-0 and is an insult to their, not only to their teammates, on the on the defense and special teams and whatever else, because there's not one person on that offensive team that pulled that pulled it together. Not one. Not the quarterback. Not the running back. Not the lineman. And not the receivers. None of them. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> so <let you> <laughs> No, I agree. No, I, I agree Ugh. with you with the defense because look how long it took them to get a touchdown. And you're right, they were worn out Absolutely. by that. We just needed two touchdowns and a field goal to win the ball game. Hello? I know. Take a rocket sign. I know. But well, our offense could not have we, our, our our offense could not have beaten any any high school team that I know of. They they played that bad, that bad, and not just for one quarter, four quarters. Four quarters. I don't even want to know the stats. That's too embarrassing. I mean, what, what is it? <laughs> zero you know, here, zero like, there, and mm-hmm. it, it was it was just so. And, and it's not like it's not like they couldn't beat Alabama. They already did beat Alabama. Oh, you know, we were we were we were like you said. If they beat us, I mean, I would have accepted it. Without a pro, I mean, I have to accept it now. I'm not happy about it, but we should not have been uh, shut out. <clears throat> yes, twenty-one to nothing, and we don't even go over the fifth. I think we went over the fifth-yard line like twice. It might have been on the forty-nine and a half. I don't know, but <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. I mean, so it's sad. just you know, I could I could accept it. Like I said, without a problem. I mean, I'd have been upset. If it was a, a, the offense looked like they were playing ball and they were competing and they were in, they knew they went in in, in a, a BCS championship ball game, they embarrassed themselves to the whole nation and world. Embarrassed. Yeah, it's like it like it looked like they didn't even care. Yeah, not one of them. Not one of them. They looked like they gave up after the first drive. And well, the first drive they gave up. But it's just it was not it was not the LSU team offense. I can't say whole team. It was not the LSU uh, offense that I saw for thirteen games. Well, I know that we didn't have the best quarterbacks in the world. I understand that, but we won ball games with them, and we should have at least given it a shot Monday night. We didn't even. I I, I don't even know if they got off the bench. It was terrible. terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so bad. You know, at least today with the Saints game, you can tell they fought to the bitter end. And I, mean, I know, because I was all but on the floor here, girl. God, oh my God. You should have won that one, too. You don't, go, you don't get mm, five turnovers? My God, what are they thinking? Five turnovers and to still be in, almost win the ball game, that's wonderful. But, I mean, a loss is a loss. They should not have lost it. At, we gave... We were, we were driving. The first drive that we had, we went to the two-yard line. We were going to score. Fumble the ball. Kickoff. They scored whatever, a field goal, touchdown, whatever it was. Kickoff to us. 
we fumble the ball and then kick it to them or whatever to they won the ten yard line. Then we again on like our ten yard line again. They scored those three times. They didn't have to really work hard for those scores. They they just um, you see my blood pressure probably is two hundred over one ninety or something right now. <laughs> I'm a diehard fan. You have a doctor fan. and a nurse on the line. You have a doctor oh, and a nurse on listen, the line. Can you do? Can you do? Can you bring me back to life through the phone? I'm about to die. No. Uh, <laughs> they, they, I, I, the Saints did play hard. Made too many mistakes. Five turnovers. You, you shouldn't even be a ball game with five turnovers. It should have been a blowout, but it wasn't because we fought hard. But. And we should have won it with a minute and something left. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, whatever he used to say a long time ago, you know. Playoffs. Playoffs. Nah. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon should have a football show. No. I get too mad. <laughs> but anyway, it was, it, was an embar- it was an embarrassing loss. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't. You know, I still, I'm a still diehard LSU Tiger fan, and I'm a still a, a diehard New Orleans Saints fan. But we had the best team, the the, the Saints, to me, beside, were equal to the Green Bay Packers and had the best team in the NFL. You know, we could have, we should have been in, in in the Super Bowl against whomever if we had just done, you know, played right. You know, if is a big word, I guess. But so be it. We're not. You know. Yeah, that's I'll just have thing. to pull that's for somebody people, else. Huh? <laughs> well, that's what people need to know about LSU fans and Saints fans. If LSU would have played like the way they played in the BCS Bowl the whole season, we would still love our team. You know, absolutely, we, absolutely. You, you know, I'm an LSU Tiger through and through. I was just so sad and flabbergasted by that game. I mean, I never in a million years expected anything like that. Like I said, never, ever, ever. I think it was a shock to the world. Shock to the world. It was a shock. And what upset me is that are we going to be remembered for the way we played all season or are we going to be remembered for that one game? That one game. Trust me, we're going to be remembered for that one game. For that one game. We're going to be made fun of for that one game. We're going to be – it's going to be that one game, unfortunately. But, you know, back to the Saints, you know, I had season tickets for 20 years. Through the real lean years. We would drive 120 miles one way and the same come back the same day. I remember going to a lot of ball games with palm palms in my hands. I never had to shake, <laughs> never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. And people around me would have bags. I never wore a bag, never wore a bag. I'd go to work the next day and they'd be bags all over my desk, but I would, <laughs> you know. Wow. But uh, never, you ever, know what ever. You're talking about right, right, Mike. You know what she's talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The LSU, the when we were called call the Aints. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we'd go. And we would not, you know, and, and we when we cheer, we cheer from the heart. And we stuck with them. And, I mean, you know, don't get off the bandwagon and get on when they win. You stay. That's a true fan. I, I love it. She's like, I never wore a bag on my head. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> I never. Well, never wore a bag on my head at the games. Maybe elsewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I'm wearing a I'm wearing a bag right now. The whole thing. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Get on Skype. I want to know. He's probably on the camera in his chat room, but the chat room won't load for me. So, well, I can't even get that much in his chat room. So I'm on. Uh, I can see 
on the air, and you got like 26 minutes or something like that remaining. But that's all I got. Mm. But who, who are you a football fan or a, Mike? Are you a football fan? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I live uh, probably an hour and a half from Cleveland, where we've not, we've won nothing. So like we're the Browns, than, yeah. yeah, the Browns. We're 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 worse than bad people. We're just like, yeah. We've been, <laughs> no, it's been you next, should have been next, years of that, but thirty-three years of that. Y'all have like, uh, yeah, forever. No. Yeah, yeah. Wait, talk to Mike. Y'all don't wear bags over your head. You wear nooses around your neck. Wear what? <laughs> nooses around their neck, like Ugh. nooses. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just. Teasing. Oh lord. Doctor A, didn't you think that was funny? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, here, 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 we have Ohio State, who's like you know uh, on probation oh. now, and then we have the Cleveland Browns, and we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Great. That's just awesome. My goodness. Well, yeah. You know, I remember when the Browns. Well, they they weren't in. Cle- where were they before the Browns? They're always in Cleveland. What am I talking about? You had some winning time. Yeah. You can you can you can say it. it you know, you had like I don't know if you were born yet, but <laughs> you had Jim Brown. <laughs> you go on on. You had great winning season. That's right. Yeah. And you, and, when you were gleaming your daddy's eye, maybe. But That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it took us forty three years to even get a winning season. Hello. So you know. We, don't, don't. we were awesome. We were awesome seventy years ago. We were just kicking butt. It was just. <laughs> season, don't call me because I know nothing. <laughs> me either. <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can watch a basketball game if it's exciting, but that, to me, I go, okay, my eyes are going to roll in the back of my head. I'm going to bed or something. I need I need action, you know. So, And soccer, I don't understand. Soccer, I don't understand. Not one. I know they kick the ball and it goes in this little thing and when everybody, same thing with hockey. I only clap and scream and do whatever is when the light goes off and everybody else stands up and cheers. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. None. I'm a fanatic, and that's it. I don't have enough energy for all those other sports. And a one life to live, fanatic. So. Uh, uh, yeah, we just have, we just have a... So we have a few minutes left, and uh, and I, I want to thank Sharon. For, I, I want to thank you for coming on. You can come back here anytime and talk about whatever. Uh, it's been <laughs> so, so fun and hilarious having you on the show, and uh, it, it, it's fun hearing you and Kat go back and forth. I just, I just think back to those Landview low down days, and uh, just it's just just a, just a good time. So, um, but it's 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 been so much fun having you on the show. I thank you so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, let Kat tell you about our nicknames after, you know, we're done or I'm done or whatever. And uh, I think you'll enjoy that. That's why we're Oh, yeah. I, I love you, Curly. I love you too, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I mean, not me, I Mo. Yeah. 
Larry. Larry's not here. Yeah, Larry's not my here. My sister Mel. My sister Mel is Larry, and she she is Curly, and I'm Mo. We're the three Stooges. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I and I still call her Curly to this day. Absolutely. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, so Kat, yeah, you have any? Uh, I was going to let Sharon go, but uh, you have anything else uh, for Sharon before I let her go uh, this evening? Just thank you so much, Sharon, for coming. I'm oh. so glad you were able to. Uh, you know, when when I found out when Life to Live was ending, and then you know, I had people on Twitter asking me if we were going to have another Landview lowdown. I just I felt heartbroken. Like you know, I just would love to do one more again, and this was our chance. So thank you. Mike, oh. for letting us have this too, and thank you for sharing. For, uh, Mel would have loved to come on too, but she doesn't watch the show anymore. So she said she would listen, and you know, I guess she feels like if she hadn't been watching it, she would have nothing to contribute. But it was really good to be on with you, and I love you, and I miss you, and like I said, you're my friend for life. So absolutely, I love you too. <laughs> you, you take care. Keep in touch, Mo. And Mike, thank you so much for having me on. I've enjoyed it, and it was a, it was a, such a pleasure. And you guys take oh. care, and, and 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 just have a a beautiful rest of the evening, and and a, and and stay safe, and God bless you all. Thank, thank you, Sharon. You. Thank you. God okay. bless. Bye bye, guys. All right. All right. Good night. Bye. bye. Good night. Wow. So, Kat, I mean, that was just uh, such a uh, such an incredible show uh, tonight. I mean, it's just so so, so much fun. Sharing. I mean, it just it's uh, she, she's hilarious. She is so funny. Isn't she awesome? And she still has her L- like right now. She's LSU. I said she she still has her Cajun accent. You know, I mean, you can still hear it. She lives in Tennessee right now, but. You know, I I lost mine. I mean, I well, I, mine was never so much like hers. It was just more of a twang, I guess. But like, she still has her Louisiana accent, and they're real good. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I love her Louisiana accent. <laughs> oh, that that was that was that was a lot of fun tonight. That was a lot of fun tonight. Talking talking about life to live. Talking a little football. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, that was that was fun uh, mixing up the show tonight and uh, bringing her on and, and just having you guys just reminisce and be angry and you know all that kind of stuff. It was, uh, it was a good show tonight. Well, I had a lot of fun and you know, like I said again, I want to thank you so much. That was so sweet of you to to let us do that, and uh, I, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate that really because I shut the page down for the Lambie Lowdown, so. You know, there was really no way we could do one again, you know, or get it together quick enough. And so, so it was really cool. Thank you so much. Thank you oh, so you're much. Welcome. So, I'd love so to. So, are you, are you, are you, are you going to watch Shinora Hospital now or, do you, or maybe just for a little yeah. while and see if, see if you like it? Well, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to watch it. And, you know, hopefully when they bring on those characters from One Life to it, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to get into everyone's storyline. I mean, not, you know, because if I watch just for them, then half of the time am I going to be bored? You know what I'm saying? I really want to try to get into the show. So I have another escape every day to come home to after work and watch and just relax and kind of 
forget about my problems and everything. You know, I think it'd be nice if I could get into another show. Hopefully it won't be canceled, but, you know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how they, they intertwine their – because that's what I'm hearing about these these things about, yeah, they're going to land you – I mean, they're going to Port Charles now, and they're going to run in with people, and, it, and somehow their, their storylines are going to mesh. I'm not sure how. I don't know the general hospital people, but somehow they're going to mesh. So it ought to be interesting to see. I, I am looking forward to it. It might help. I think maybe they did a little bit too to help kind of ease the pain of these One <laughs> Life to Live fans and you know what they're what they're. Cause it's gonna it's gonna hit me Monday when I come home and I don't have you know because I work tomorrow and Monday. So Monday when I come home, I'm not gonna have anything to, to you know because I don't really watch that much TV. Like that's right. one show that I would consistently watch. Because right. the story just the stories just kept me enthralled and interested, and even though some of them were silly, they were just they kept me watching, you know. And, uh, yeah. and the characters kept me watching, so it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, I'll get into General Hospital. Well, I want to uh, I, I, I want to thank your One Life to Live buddies who, uh, who either in the chat room or listening. Uh, we had a huge amount of, of live uh, listens here tonight, and uh, I know awesome. a lot of it is because to talk about it. And uh, uh, I want to thank them just for for I know some of them wanted to call in, and and uh, I was a little bit mean about it and said no because uh, I wanted you and Sharon just to kind of talk about stuff, but uh, I'm glad you were able to get some of their direct messages and get some messages there, but uh, I'm just really starting to, unfortunately, now at the end, starting to see kind of, you know, the popularity of the show and and how much people love the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, it's sort of like a cold following, you know, these soaps have. It just, like I said, you get, well, when you when you play a show five days a week for an hour each day, if you're into if you, if you start getting hooked on it, it really just takes you in. And for those people who've been watching it for the whole forty three, forty four years, imagine how depressed they must feel. It's like, whoa, yeah, I can't even imagine. And right. I was like, wow, you know, because even shows like, for instance, Nash and all, when it went off the air, that was still a half hour show you saw once a week. This is an hour show you see five days a week. You see five hours of this show a week. Right, right. But so you really get enthralled in it. You know, you know and, and even though you know they're not real, they're you, you. it's almost like they're real in a way. It's like another family you watch <laughs> and you become part of it, you know. It's, like, <laughs> it's crazy. I know. I know it's crazy, but it, it happens, you know. And so, and I just, I'm going to, I'm just, but you know, as as bad of a week as it was, look how how happy I'm seeming right now because I'm really okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. We're all okay. That's Yay! right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we only have a uh, we only have a couple minutes left, and um, I just want to thank you for coming on. I, I don't know if you had any any closing words before we uh, before we close up the show here uh, this evening. Just thank you to everyone who listened. Thank you, Landview Lowdown listeners, for coming back and, and listening. I love you all, and I appreciate you. You know that. We've always said that on the show when we had it. We love our listeners so much. Dr. A, I love you. <laughs> thank you so, <laughs> so much. Thank you to everyone who listens. 
everyone who supports us and us here at the Night Shift. I love everyone. God is good. Life is good, despite the fact that it's been a lousy week for Louisianians and one life to live fans. Life is good. Wow. <laughs> it'll get uh, hopefully it'll get better, you know, next week. I mean, trying to move on with things. I mean it's yeah, it was really a bad week for him. Sorry about that. It's just uh but you know, ho- ho- hopefully tonight's show was, was uh, a little bit of a you know, a little, a little better for you. It was, it was. It was very therapeutic. Thank you again so much. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Kat. And and uh, coming up in just a couple, few seconds is the uh, is the I'm a stupid show with uh, with interviewing the. Well, what, what what do you call him? I'm a stupid. Yeah, your 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 buddy J Man. Oh, los cachos. <laughs> los cachos. <laughs> oh, so stay tuned for that show and uh, we'll see you here next week so say good night cat good night everyone yeah mwah. <laughs> <laughs> all right take care and we'll talk to you guys very soon have a great weekend and we'll see you next time goodbye later <laughs> <laughs>